Hey, another great episode of Roundup is coming up next. If you like what you heard, please go online to redsearadio.org and donate, become a monthly sustaining member, and keep us on the air. Thank you and God bless. August the 29th, the day before the opening season of Aggie football. I'm so excited. Um, Today, I am your host, Pam Marvin. Our producer is Thaddeus. And if you'd like to call in today during this uh, show, I'd love to have your comments or questions at 855-683-7332. I want to welcome all of our listeners in the Bryan College Station area, as well as KYAR and KINF in Palestine, Waco. So welcome, brothers and sisters, to a new show. Good morning, Thaddeus. Good morning, Pam. How are you doing? I'm awesome. I, I'm in my happy zone because... I can tell. I mean, you are just bubbling oh over. Oh my goodness. It's volleyball season and Aggie football starts tomorrow, so I'm getting to watch my daughters play some awesome ball. And, and it feels like we're in the middle of an earthquake here in St. Mary's Catholic Center cool. with the, uh, re- the reconstruction and remodeling that's going on. See, I, the way I would Ooh. really reframe it is, is like I feel like I'm in a massage chair. It, it feels that way because of the vibration. I also, I went to the chapel right before, and I, I thought, you know, folks, it, if you've really been working on um, how to calm your distraction during prayer and you really want to up the distraction, please come yeah. to the St. Mary's Chapel. It, the whole chair, the whole chapel is like yeah, vibrating greatly. Well said. Well said. <laughs> but, you know, come on, we'll make lemonade, right? Because this oh, is a sure. really great opportunity. I heard heard recently, which is something that, that keeps ringing in my ear, about how to, to fight distraction during prayer, which I thought was really great. So just remember, it's like you're in a battlefield, and you can't let the bombs going off distract you from the goal. Mm. Wow, right? And I think that's just part of our humanity, that we are so easily distracted, especially in these day and times with social media, and I'm talking too fast. Yeah, and I want to also say that we're super pumped that St. Mary's is finally broken ground on these plans. I mean, they've been laying these plans for the JP2 uh, Life Center Annex for many, many years now. It's gone through many permutations, and it's finally happening. So it's it's a very exciting time to be here, and we are always very grateful to them that they let us co-locate no kidding. Let's keep everyone their prayers, especially our pastors here, our pastor and the priest. Mm-hmm. But speaking of JP2, coming up on this show, we're going to be talking yeah. all about some events that the JP2 Healing Center is bringing to the Bryan College Station area. I'm yeah, give super us some dates and, and times about that well, stuff. Well, that's coming. That's coming. Okay. But, uh, but first, before we get to that, so we're going to have Christopher Lafitte on here in just a little while. But before we get to that, there's some really cool stuff going around here. I want to hear about the Maculata Society walkthrough yesterday. That sounded really cool. Yeah, we had an, our first ever open house for our Immaculata Society, our Immaculata Recurring Gift Society. These are our monthly donors. Those of you out there who give a little bit of your um, treasure, some some of you a lot of your treasure, some of you uh, a little bit, um, I'm, I'm, I misphrased that. I'm sorry. I don't uh, mean any kind of. It can be a lot to you, to the, no matter uh, the size, the amount that you give. Right. Yes. Remember the widow. Um, but we know that you're giving out of your pocket, and I, I mentioned yesterday on the, on the air on Mystery of Parenthood that I know some of our Immaculata Giving Society people are on fixed incomes, and they 
they donate to us. Wow. So we really, really appreciate um, all the help that we get from our monthly donors. And, you know, we've been running our um, spots lately to, to winnow down our monthly operating deficit. And in two months, we've made a $1,000 dent in that $3,500 oh, deficit. Praise God. So we've had new people Amen. come on board. Existing people increased their donation. We're about twenty sitting about twenty four hundred dollars monthly operating deficit, and we we want to just keep plugging away at that. One of the benefits of being an Immaculata Society member was that we promised people we were going to give them an open house and invite them to come over um, and see see a live studio show in action. So we did that. We had an open door session with uh, Mystery of Parenthood yesterday Excellent. at 11 a.m. I think it was, it's not a great time of day. It's not an easy time of day for people to get off of work and come over just to watch two two guys talk to each other. Um, but nevertheless... Uh, but they're two awesome guys. It was, it I'm was, fans. It was fun to have that that possibility of, yeah. of, a, of a live studio audience, so to speak. And we had, we ended up having about... Um, a dozen people come by throughout the day, which I think is great for the first time of, of doing this. And hopefully we'll make it bigger and better next year and we'll get um, give people more advance notice to, to come over. Um, and we we had a lot of fun getting to sit and talk with some of the people who, who keep us rolling from day to day, mm-hmm. give them a chance to give some input on our programming. Um, it was It was superb. That's wonderful. I mean, I think it's awesome, too, that we've got the benefit that's right around the corner. So maybe mm-hmm. uh, today we're talking to people that are maybe your new listeners to KEDC and KYAR, KINF, that maybe would like to start contributing. And we'd love for them to come out to our benefit dinner that's coming up November. November 1st, All Saints Day. Yeah. Oh, and, wow. Um, our theme is actually the Saints Catholic Heroes of the uh, Every Day. Everyday Saints. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And we're going to have Tom Peterson, who is a uh, the president and founder of Catholics Come Home. You probably know those some of those commercials you've seen on TV over yes. the years. You know, famously, they had Lou Holtz, the um, coach of Notre Dame, mm-hmm. uh, speak. Um, and he gave a wonderful presentation back in February at the um, Diocesan Catholic Men's Conference, the Central Texas Catholic Men's Conference. Um, on how to live out our faith in the everyday. How to, sounds like the tagline of our show, Everyday Catholics. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, that's not copyrighted, Father Ryan. <laughs> not trying to steal that from you there. Um, but the little ways that we do that and in the, in the, in the ways that we bring uh, the light of the Lord into people's lives, strangers, people we don't even know, people we were only interacting with for five minutes and that's it in our whole life, um, but that are real ways, real genuine ways of in- opening people to the faith. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's uh, could be giving them a miraculous medal. Sometimes it could be writing an encouraging um, faith, faith-filled message on the back of a business card leaving it with them mm-hmm. as, as cliched as it sounds it comes down to encountering the person as an authentic real human being Absolutely. on the other side of that counter on the other side of that uh, bank teller 
um, window, right, you know, right. for example. Um, and Pope Francis talks about that in his um, apostolic letter that he released earlier this year. He, he was very emphatic mm-hmm. about that, too. Um, so I think Tom is a, is an engaging speaker, and he's not he's <laughs> he's not gonna. Be, it's not like we're getting uh, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers again, but he's gonna be an engaging, fun speaker. I think people are gonna really like it, and uh, I think he's gonna have a good message for us in these um, in these difficult times where. We gotta step. We gotta step it up in the in the everyday. No kidding. Go be holy, right? What does yeah. that mean for for you and for me? And I want to take a, tech, a minute to talk about that because I've heard lots of very encouraging words from uh, dear priests in the last couple of weeks, um, whether it's on social media or in person. Um, we're talking about our call to holiness now more than ever. Uh, the church needs saints, you know, and what does that mean? I was like, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to my voice right now, you are called, you are called to be a person of hope and a person of love in the Catholic church. But also there's some more things I want to talk to before we start talking about current events a little bit. Um, the garage sales coming up as well. Okay. So the garage sale, I think the drop off starts there this Saturday on the 1st and then it's going to be the following weekend and and so the proceeds go to uh, yeah so the garage sale um is labor day monday september 3rd this is the 20th annual kjzt garage sale and they give part of their proceeds to um help saint joseph catholic school and they also help support red sea catholic radio so if you have um Items that are in good condition that you think people are going to want to want to pick up at a garage sale, please head down and start dropping off at the Travis Street Gym, the St. Joseph Catholic School Travis Street Gym, Saturday, September 1st from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sunday, September 2nd from 1 to 5 uh, you've got to bring your stuff there. They don't have the manpower to go pick up from people's homes. Um, let me tell you about a couple of verboten items. <laughs> um, no junk, please. And they cannot accept. They sent that to us in large capital letters. No junk. They don't want. They don't want bad, bad stuff. And what did Saint Teresa say? Give of your, give of your best. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, save the best for the poor. Yeah, save the best for the poor. Uh, they also cannot accept large desks or office furniture. They can't take out-of-date computers. Uh, they can't take TVs and video equipment. No uh, water beds, no mattresses, no medical equipment, and no items that are uh, just, you know, unclean, dusty, you know, extremely dirty, right. like you just pulled them out of the um, the attic five right. minutes before. Well, you know, the, what I tell my kids when we start to go through our things and uh, kind of coach them what to throw in the trash and what not to throw in the trash, I'm, I ask them, ask yourself the question, is this good enough for the poor? Yeah. That's a I lo- love the lovely way, question. Yeah, I love having that. Otherwise, put it in the trash. Stained, holes, whatever. Right. It goes the trash. Right. Faded, you know, that kind of thing. We want the best for them. But, uh, but definitely usable furniture, 
good clean clothing, shoes, purses, hats, caps, bedding, books and music, kitchen items, working appliances, lamps, uh, school supplies, not, you know, unused school supplies, uh, games and toys, live plants even. Bet you didn't think about that. Maybe you have, a, mm. maybe you have an extra uh, aloe vera plant that's, that's wow. in good condition. Bring yeah. that down. Bring that down. Pictures and paintings. Uh, maybe don't give photographs of your family folks in a in a frame. I don't know if people are going to be real excited about that. But art, basically. Yeah. You want to do some art, artwork. That was a joke that fell flat in the studio. Oh, sorry. Knickknacks. Yeah. Um, miscellaneous household items, but you, you, could, you could fit a lot into that category. Um, tools and sports equipment, seasonal items, and the ever-popular cash donation. Oh, ever popular. Don't forget about a cash, don- a cash donation for the KJZT 20th Annual Garage Sale. That's taking us back to 1998. Doesn't seem that long ago. Okay, proceeds go to benefit both, uh, or actually it's three. We are one of them, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the radio station, so please give generously for the garage sale, mm-hmm. as well as St. Joseph Elementary School. And 40 Days for Life. Ah, yeah, wonderful. So Such that's a great the, so again that's the uh, that's the KJZT garage sale. It's happening on Labor Day, September third, starting at eight a.m. St. Joseph Travis Street Gym drop off times Saturday, September first, ten to six. Sunday, September second, one to five. And Dennis Maka and I are ugly mugs will be there at the <laughs> drop-off times if you want to come by and see us. That's why you're made don't know for why radio. You would. Okay, yeah. Li- bri- live broadcasting, perhaps? I don't I don't think, don't think so. so. I don't no. think Liz well, Zamonic wants us sitting around doing a live broadcast. I think she wants his work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but maybe we could get some little testimonials and you have a little mic around, say. Maybe, maybe. I think she might see that as a as a wasted a waste of effort. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. That's right. Well, before we go, we... Now joining us is Christopher. So Christopher Lafitte, uh, he's in the studio. I'll introduce him more in just a minute, but I want to take a second, and we're going to start talking. Um, I just feel really called in all my heart to to be an encourager today for people out there. Um, I want to just remind everybody that we were made for times such as these. When God put us all in motion, he knew the times we'd be living in, and this is one of them. So he's given you gifts. He's given you charisms to use for encouraging and courage and bravery and goodness and speaking truth in these days. So I want to just, you know, encourage everyone during this time of, you know, there's so much bad news um, coming out around the beautiful Mother Church that, uh, you know what, L- let's look at the other side, that the light's being shown on everything. The Blessed Mother is all in the middle of it. Uh, there's things going on to just really reveal um, things that need to go, uh, things that need to be cleaned up. So another way I heard it spoken recently is Mother's Cleaning House, mm-hmm. and so we're going to let her. So pray your rosary, get in there and, and love Prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. Everybody's calling us for prayer and fasting for Mother Church right now. So are you doing something like that? I, I just did a small, tiny, personal fast on on Monday from from like a like you would on a Lenten fasting day. Okay, okay, Christopher, what about you? So he's doing. I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm uh, just turning to the Lord in this time and just saying help. Yes, and, for uh, sure. You know, where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. And so, Lord, we need grace and 
just bring it. We need it everywhere. And I do believe what you're saying there. I mean, they've promised us there's more grace. I can feel it, people. I can feel it. So that's be the encouraged. construction that you're feeling oh, right yeah. now. Oh yeah, that my little my little chair there, right? <laughs> hey, we're not going to go out on this segment on a low note. We're going to go out on a high energy note because I have the one, the only Judy Como on the phone. Oh, on the road. How you doing, Judy? Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? Awesome. Missing you. Hey, how you doing, girl? I'm awesome, friend. Well, cool. I am on the road to West Texas. I'm going to meet up with a, a fellow classmate of Keith who owns a Christian bookstore here and pick up some books that he needs for his class. And I'm able to listen to the awesome Red Sea Roundup on my mobile app. And uh, just wanted to encourage our listeners that because of our generosity of a donor that we're able to have this app and listen to Red Sea anywhere in the world. Sorry if y'all hear my GPS clicking <laughs> in there, but uh, just excited to be able to listen to the show this morning and... Yeah, Life thank thank you, Judy. And yeah, that's the that's the Red Sea uh, Radio app that you can get on the iTunes App Store if you have an iOS device. You can get it on the Google Play Store if you are an Android user. And we have one especially uh, designed for the KDC listening area, and then we've got one for our KYAR listening area. Uh, up there around Waco, Central Texas. Yeah, Central one, Texas. One of my favorite features about this now that since I've liked the Drew Mariani Drew Mariani show that it will actually pop up on my uh, my bar to say that it's coming on so oh, yeah. I can turn it on and listen right. to it. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, you can save it as a favorite and then you'll get an too. alert. Mm-hmm. Alert it. Right. And just as, like uh, we said, an encouraging uh, note uh, with difficult times and everything, uh, I recently read uh, Matthew Kelly's uh, The Greatest Lie Ever Told to Christianity, mm-hmm. and it encourages us to create holy moments and uh, before you realize it, one holy moment can turn into another holy moment, and you're striving for holiness, and that's what we all need to do, and encourage each other. Where else would we go? That's right. As the Gospel told us last weekend, so um, not to diminish the heartache and the hurt and our hearts go out at times like this, but... We are members of the church militant, and we're in the war. Absolutely, sister. Amen. Amen. Be encouraged. You encourage me. Good deal. Have a great show. Love you guys. Thanks. Say hi to Robin. I sure will. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. All right, bye-bye. That was Judy Coma, one of our hosts of Red Sea Roundup, Mm -hmm. and her husband Keith, a diaconal yeah, she's the acunate candidate. She's still in first place for most downloads on her show. Let's see if Christopher and I can beat it today. Beat the goal. Get it downloaded the most, right? All right, fam. I love that fire. <laughs> it's great. Absolutely. You want to okay, get more so listeners. We're going to be back in uh, not about more than three minutes, everybody, with uh, Christopher Lafitte and Pam Marvin. Pam Mar- Marvin? Pam Marvin uh, discussing healing. Right, the, the, the events, yes. Yes. I've been healing back again. I've seen and given in into the earth, the way to the world.
Welcome back. You are listening to Red Sea Roundup on KEDC, KYAR, and KINF throughout this great state of Texas and directly here from the Bryan College Station studio where we we talked before the break that we're having a um, construction going on. We're so very thankful and blessed for it. So if you hear a humming humming of some sort, that's us. I was going to try to real quickly pull up... uh, I'm all shook up <laughs> on YouTube, but I, I couldn't get it up in time. I wanted to have that be the back, the intro into right. uh, from break music. but So so being the uh, terribly curious and not always in great ways, but hopefully more in great ways than not, um, I had to go look to see what it is. It's like this big uh, roller thing that has like the brick shapes on it that's going on. They're like beating it down the ground yeah. all in the, the, the area over yeah, there. That's what so Dennis like was saying, that they're compacting shaking. the ground today. Yeah. I thought they were jackhammering it first. That's what I did too. That's how that's how fuerte, how strong it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's such a great word. You know, it sounds yes, good and yes, strong. Ma'am. All right. Well, I guess I'll, um, this is where I kind of hand it over to you and Thank I you. back out. Okay. Well, um, this year, the theme for my show has been a lot about human formation. So I'm trying to go around that theme, Christopher. So I've asked Christopher Lafitte to come in and talk to us today about a couple of events that are beginning hitting the Bryan College Station area with the JP2 Healing Institute. But I want to get a little more background on him because I think he's really kind of a cool dude and he wouldn't want me saying that. Um, however, welcome, Christopher. Welcome. There, thank you. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> yeah, this is my show now. You can pull yeah. it up a little bit there, so you can pull it. Okay, so you've been here how long now in at, with St. Mary's? Uh, a little over a year now. It's been a little over a year. Mm-hmm. And you were recruited to do what exactly? So I'm the director of pastoral counseling here. So I'm working with the students, uh, just helping them, helping free their hearts up so that they can receive God's love more and, and love more freely. That's awesome. Um, but you have a little more background than just that. So you have a master's in counseling, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, um, you're here to talk about the JP2 Healing Institute. So I want to kind of hear about your relationship with the institution and Dr. Bob mm-hmm, and Bart mm-hmm. and that whole, because I'd love a little bit of that history as well. Yeah. So uh, I graduated from Texas A&M here in 2010. And uh, shortly after I graduated, um, I went on a retreat uh, with the the John Paul II Healing Center in Tallahassee, Florida. It was a week long retreat, and uh, I I had I'd felt a call to um, counseling and healing ministry. Um, so, but I was blown away at my experience there. I still consider it to be the most beneficial week of my life um, wow. because of what I uh, experienced personally, but also what I I learned. It was so much new so much for the first time and it just opened up for me uh just great vistas uh, of 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 what god wants to do for us uh how how rich his redemption really is how how intimate and personal it is and how easy it is to really cooperate with that Mm -hmm. but i was unaware of all the obstacles that were in 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 the way and uh 
Bob Shukes does a phenomenal job of just making it so easy to understand what keeps us back from really receiving the fullness of what God has to offer us. So that was about um, about eight years ago, that retreat I went on. Um, since then, I, I've kept in Bob, kept up with Bob ever since then, um, and uh, have gone through different trainings, different, um, and, and helped staff a number of the retreats since then. Have um, you actually been on staff for them before? A number of times, yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, I had the pleasure of um, going to, uh, let's see, I went to a day of equipping, and I've been to the I Am Prayer Ministry, and I've also done the healing the whole person as well, which mm-hmm. you were mm-hmm. participating in those, which was really pretty cool. I love seeing you there. Um, but so you you got went on to get your master's after you had this encounter with the JP2 healing? After after that retreat, uh, I had actually discerned to study theology next, which was a little bit of a shakeup. I wasn't planning on that one. Um, and I was actually thinking that maybe I had I had discerned wrong and that God wasn't calling me to counseling, but he uh, there was just some of this theological formation he wanted to give me mm. uh, first um, because I think he's called me more to healing and, and, and integrating counseling and clinical psychology work within uh, the church and ministry. So he wanted to make sure I had some of the ministerial formation as well as the uh, clinical formation. Right. So it sounds like to me that you probably by nature had a pretty much a pretty good docility to the Holy Spirit to listen at that age. I mean, if you're talking about right after college, right? So would you say that came from just grace of God? Did you have a background with your family life that, that led to that? Can you tell us about that? Because sure, that, see, sure. to me, these <clears throat> retreats, again, are about really unlocking those areas in, of us that allow God's grace to come in, which to me also goes back to human formation. So I want to mm-hmm, talk a little bit mm-hmm. about how you got to that point. Yeah, I think you're right on. Uh, you know, what, what Thomas Aquinas is, is so known for saying, uh, grace builds on nature. And so uh, uh, I learned to, to hear from God a lot better once I started coming to St. Mary's uh, just because of the tremendous formation we have here. Um, uh, I didn't know how to discern God very well at all, <laughs> uh, but uh, through a lot of spiritual direction with Father Brian McMaster when he was the associate here, um, through the different opportunities for uh, growing in discernment and prayer, um, uh, and just a lot of help from God. He just made it, made it easier for me. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, One of my favorite sayings truly is, you know, if you invite the Holy Spirit to a party, he usually shows up. And it's the same thing with our hearts. You know, yeah, no matter how yeah. broken or how, how much baggage we have, if we are sincere as a child saying, Lord, come, mm-hmm, be in my heart. Mm-hmm. And he usually shows up in a big way. Yeah, yeah. And, and Therese would actually say the more baggage and brokenness we have, the uh, the more capacity we have for him to show up Mm. Uh, so yeah our baggage is never an obstacle it's just our willingness to invite him into it it's so true but you know it's the acknowledgement of it too i think it's really i've noticed just in that's where it starts the last few years that working um just with women in general with through spiritual guidance and just trying to be a person of god that you have to have that know thyself stuff, right? You've got to have that self-awareness and the desire for the self-awareness. Um, and so I'm hoping that people will have that and want to, to come and be a part of some of the retreats. And we'll, t- we'll get to more of that in a minute. That is, you were looking like you were wanting to say something. 
Well, I got I got intrigued when Christopher said that uh, you had a lot of stuff in the the way that you didn't even know was in the way that was preventing you from uh, having that deep relationship with our Lord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I would I would personally profit from it if during the course of this interview you 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 detailed what some of those things can be you don't have to doesn't have to be in your case specifically but what the healing institute and and bob's method um lays out for people to 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 be aware of or to learn to discern that they that they need to um take care of sure sure um for myself i think uh well i'll back up a little bit um i think fundamentally when it comes to our, our wounds and the things that we have in our life that keep us from uh, living according to the truth of who we really are and receiving love and, and loving in a mature way um, the people in our lives and fulfilling our responsibilities, um, our wounds really affect us and limit us from, from doing that. For, for me, um, I grew up in a great family, but the ways I was wounded, I, I didn't perceive to be known, to be loved. They did, but there's different things that, that go on in, in all of our families, in our lives, that uh, mess with our perception. And, and you know, um, we, and, and the, the enemy can latch onto those and really uh, uh, keep us from seeing the truth, and instead w- we hold onto these lies, um, this false perception, and no matter how true the truth is and no matter how much is staring us in the face sometimes, we can't receive it because we don't think it's true. We don't think we're good or lovable or, or worthy or whatever the lies we may be believing are. Um, so for, for me, um, there was a, a significant amount of peer rejection um, and just I didn't really know what I, I, I would say at the time. I didn't really know what love was. And so coming here and experiencing um, tremendous hospitality and people genuinely being interested in spending time with me just for me, no strings attached, that was, I mean, that may sound shocking to some people, but that was a new experience for me. Um, so that opened my heart up, you know, and in a, in a way to receive love. And uh, it just it just started a process of me uh, coming to terms with the, the things that I had been through that were really hindering um my growth as a person. So mm. you're talking about human formation. Mm-hmm. Human formation is about our identity as, as son or daughter, brother, sister, uh, bridegroom, bride, or father, mother. So that was, that, that was a significant part of my identity as a brother um, that, that began receiving healing. And from there, I, I started to grow in maturity as a brother to be able to love my brothers and sisters in a way where because mm-hmm. of the insecurity that was there, there just wasn't freedom or fullness to be able to do so. But Moving from insecurity to security, I was able to move from immaturity to maturity. Right. Well, I want to actually start to talk about the nuts and bolts of what's going to be going on in the community as well. But still, I love this part of the conversation because I really feel like that that heartfelt um, experiences and how um, they begin to transform us ourselves is I want to share that as it is kind of a motivator for anyone that's looking for something just like this. But now. I started working with you guys about a year ago, almost, I guess it's been about a year, bringing the Healing the Whole Person, because my dear, lovely friend, Becky Kramer, you're awesome, Becky, um, has 
had this on her heart for so long to bring it to our community. And after you arrived and with some time, you know, Father Brian gave it the blessing to kind of go ahead. Let's just, let's do this, right? And so we um, have put on the books, the Healing the Whole Person, that came first. And that one's going to be in February, that uh, first weekend, I believe it is. Yep, 7th through the 9th. 7th through Thursday, the 9th. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Right, and we'll talk more about these events too, but we'll keep repeating how you can be a part of them and that kind of thing. But then the day of equipping, the extended day of equipping was then added. Can you tell me how that that came about as well? Yeah, so uh, Dr. Bob Shooks, he's the founder of the John Paul II Healing Center. Um, he's a marriage and family therapist for uh, around 35 years, I believe. Um, but he just has, uh, he's such a good man. He's a father. Um, that's the best way to explain it. He's just a father to so many people. Um, he really understands the heart of God as father and understands the way uh, wounds get in the way from the father's children being free to be the mm-hmm. father's children. Mm-hmm. And uh, he presents a beautiful method of, uh, or a beautiful uh, teaching uh, to where it just makes healing very easy to understand. Um, so Bob's brother Bart uh, has, has been accompanying him in ministry uh, the past few years. And uh, Bart has a very similar heart as Bob, but Bart has a, has a, has a big heart for the church coming alive in um, the gifts God has given us so that we can go out and really minister uh, not only with our own love, but with God's love and, and God's, God's power. Um, so his heart's desire is really waking the church up to where we can be a light um, to this world. So the day of equipping is um, they've been doing a lot of those in, 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 right in the middle of these healing the whole person three day retreats, um, and, and and it's Bart helping people understand what baptism and confirmation really is, mm-hmm. how to step into it, and and he really helps people learn how to hear from the Lord for themselves and for others, and how to pray for healing for other people. And I went to the one in the woodlands uh, about a year ago. You were there too, yes. And uh, uh, I was so encouraged um, at how how uh, easy it was for, uh, you know, Joe and Jane Pusitter to uh, step into uh, the power of the Holy Spirit and begin, you know, blessing people in ways they never thought possible mm-hmm. um, and the healing that, that was going on there. So I'm, I'm super encouraged by these days of equipping. I think they go hand in hand with the healing the whole person because um, identity and mission go hand in hand. Right. We're, if I could jump in real quick, part of my experience that day um, as someone who's been really trying fervently to, to live my faith, but that day, again, kind of like what we talked about before, it was like some lies that I couldn't be or couldn't do or wasn't able to to, to have these gifts. Uh, that lie started to become really revealed to me during that time. So let me let me rephrase that again and say, so, okay, so I go to the day of equipping. I'm sitting there and just really open to whatever God wants to do with me. And Bart starts speaking these like really deep truths mm-hmm. about who mm-hmm. I am as a daughter of God and really reminding me yeah, i mean yeah. the catechism the gospel he pours it all in and and if you're receptive to it i i really have this great image of uh, the little like a propane 
pilot, right? So you've got the little flame there that I think most of us have and carry around. But going to the day of equipping, it was like, man, he just reached in there and he turned up the gas and that fire was just really burning bright to yeah, remind me yeah. who I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the way you explain that. That's Bart's heart right there. That's what he longs to happen for all of us in the church. And so he is having a blast to doing these days of equipping. Oh, and, awesome. and, and he's doing them because they're, they're becoming so popular. He's actually doing them all over the country now, mm. uh, even outside of these retreats, um, all over. Really? And it, it's a pretty new thing they've been offering. That's amazing. Okay, so we're having that um, come November. So I think I have those particulars here. Yeah, that'll right? be November 2nd and 3rd. It'll be a Friday evening and during the day Saturday. Right. And so... Folks, I want to make sure that you know about it. Let's see, make sure I have all the information. And I think my my understanding is that the early registration period for the November Day of Equipping just just ended, but registration is still open. Yes, it is. So it's the two-day equipping in College Station. You can find uh, registration at the JP2 Healing website. It's... um, J-P-I-I for the two, jpiihealingcenter.org, and just click on events, and it will lead you um, to a page where you can find the College Station event. It is $60 to register to come be a part of that. But Can I, can I clarify something? Just oh, sure. Get, uh, Chris, to clarify something. So you're saying the day of equipping is for, like you said, Joe and Sue pew sitter because I was yes, under the impression yes. that you needed to be someone who was kind of in ministry or... Nope. Something like that. Nope. Okay. It's, it's every baptized person. And that's that's the main reason I went to it, because this was a new offering, because I'd been to almost everything else they, they've offered. Um, and I was talking with Father Brian about whether or not we want to offer it here for the students, because I didn't know if it would be over their heads or too much, or I just wanted to, to, to check it out. And I was so encouraged. I was like, this is for everyone. This is for everyone. And Absolutely. it's so sound. It's so right on par with the church teaching. Mm-hmm. Uh this is exactly what the church need, needs and what, mm. what the students need. Okay. You heard it here first. Go to the Day of Equipping, November 2nd and 3rd, right? That's it. So go to, go to our benefit dinner on November 1st and get, get encouraged, give of yourself, and then go get refilled for two days at the Day of Equipping, November 2nd and 3rd. There. Sounds like a great three days of... Uh, Right, right. Well, I want to read to you what they actually have on the website, too, because it kind of tweaks a little bit, gives a little bit more meat to what mm-hmm. we're talking about. It says, the day of equipping. This training will help you to live more a more dynamic and powerful faith. You'll learn how God uniquely speaks to you and what it means to live in the fullness of your confirmation. Activities include prayer for the release of the Holy Spirit, learning to hear His voice, and practice praying for others for healing. During this fast-paced training presented by Bart Schuchs, you will experience the supernatural grace and power that Jesus shared with the apostles and intends for us today. How bold is that? It's so awesome. It just gets me all fired up. If you desire for the Holy Spirit to operate in your life, as described in John 14, 12 and Ephesians 4, this training is for you. Wow, that just gets me so pumped up. I get so like, wow. And we need this all the time. I mean, I, I, as we walk, 
in this, our exile, <laughs> as we all know, there's so much that can weigh us down and encourage or discourage us from being who we truly are. Mm-hmm. And so this is, like you said, Christopher, this is for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to have had any previous training or whatnot to be able to come to the day of equipping. Not at all. Not at all. Oh. He'll, he'll start everything off pretty basically and uh, move everyone into it and just practice. That's wonderful. Okay, so we have the day of equipping, which I really encourage our listeners, especially if you're like, yeah, maybe you haven't ever really, really been to a retreat before. This would be such a great way just to start entering into a deeper relationship with Christ through the Holy Spirit. Okay, this is maybe kind of a technical, catechetical question. Some people might be out there thinking, okay, well, I've been baptized. Yeah. And I've been confirmed. Yep, yep. So now why do I need to have this day of equipping that's not a sacrament? Yeah, yeah. So just like we, we mentioned earlier, you know, we need, uh, we need help. We need formation from those around us. I needed help learning how to pray. God was already in me through my baptism. I had a relationship with him, and ontologically, fundamentally, that hasn't changed. But I needed to learn how to relate to him as a son. Uh, we need to learn how to relate to this world as those who are baptized in Christ, confirmed in the Holy Spirit, and, and so that we can minister in his power and, and not just walk around like nothing happened in our baptism and confirmation, and it's just some ritual we went through that was pretty empty. Um, we need to learn how to right. cooperate with divine love and divine power. Wow, would you be able? Would you be willing to talk a, a confirmation retreat this year? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> My daughter's getting confirmed, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm super excited about it. To the day of equipping. Oh, uh, at 15? Well, so, I don't know, maybe. Not. Yeah, um, I mean, they're doing it sophomores over there at St. Joseph. Sure, sure. But I would love some of that more meat about. Um, you can tell her what you learned at the day. Yeah, of I can. And I get refresher because their confirmation is December 2nd, but that's beside the point. Again, if you want to register for this retreat. Christopher is very adept at not committing to things, keeping his calendar. Hey, you know what? I call that prudence, folks. We can learn from that. That's some nice prudence. Very prudent. So jp2iihealingcenter.org. Go to the events tab and find the college station day of equipping. Now, what if you're not baptized or confirmed? Well, come see what the Catholic Church is all about. Right. That's a great way to get started. And again, I mean, as a convert, um, I would say that I knew some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. But the way that Bart went about presenting it, I mean, it just it spoke so deeply, not just only to my heart, which it really spoke to my heart well, but it was almost like it like woke up cells in my body, you know, that I hadn't really even thought about before as far as God's grace, God's love and his spirit, the Holy Spirit. And um, the the next retreat I went to was the healing, healing the whole person, which I thought was beautiful and lovely. So I want to talk about that one as well for mm-hmm, just briefly. Mm-hmm. And I think in uh, in December or January, we're going to actually have Bard on to talk even more in depth about it. But I wanted That's to kind of give a a little bit of a what's going on mm-hmm. and what that is and 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 who's ready for it and do you have to have been to different retreats or do you have to have read the book? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
What was your question again? <laughs> Do you have to have read the book? Do you have okay. to have been to other retreats to yeah, go no, to Healing the Whole Person? Not at all. Not at all. So, uh, so t- tell me about this retreat. Like, for our listeners that mm-hmm. all over this uh, t- Central Texas region will be listening, why would they want to go to a Healing the Whole Person retreat? And uh, what kind of disposition should you have when you come? Yeah, uh, I think you can come with pretty much any disposition. Uh, it, I, I, every time I've been on one of these retreats, uh, I've been to probably maybe half a dozen of them, um, just helping staff most of them. I've been amazed at how I watch Bob introduce things uh, to where everyone starts off feeling safe. Uh, he lets everyone know, no matter where you're at, um, that's okay. Um, so I think everyone coming in, no matter no matter where they're at, um, Bob sets the tone, and everyone's on the same page going into it. In that, uh, I can be where I'm at, and I don't have to be where I'm not. And I think that's the way God treats us all the time: is He gives us permission to be where we're at. And uh, so uh, that's really helpful starting off the retreat. Um, as far as uh, why go to this retreat or or what it's about. Um, you know, I think Pope Benedict said it best in uh, his book, Jesus of Nazareth. He said, when, when understood at a sufficiently deep level, healing expresses the entire content of redemption. Um, that's a bold claim. <laughs> that's a very bold claim. And I think uh, if, if we unpack that a little bit, we see that uh, in the beginning, there was a great communion we experienced with God, with, within ourselves, with one another, and all of that got severed with a fall. And we all know what that's like to feel so distant from God, so disconnected within ourselves and, and, and experience tension with the people around us, especially those we love. Uh, that's the redemption Jesus came to give us. He came to restore us to communion with the father, restore us to communion with ourselves and restore us to communion with one another. That's what this retreat is about is helping us understand that and then helping us understand the dynamics at work in the human heart that prevent that from taking place, mm. um, how much God wants to be a part of that, how much he's actively involved in our I'm hearts. I'm going to slow you down just a, a mm-hmm. little bit there sure, because sure, sure. This, is a, this is the part that I think is so important is as a Christian, you have to start to realize there are things that hold you back that you don't even know hold you back, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but when you're more, um, I don't know, you have to, to do some introspection about it, and unpack some of these things to identify where those areas are. And something like this is, is a perfect opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. What I, what I tell people all the time and a lot of the students that come in to see me, just especially just for these one-time little meetings, um, some of them, a good number of them will say, what do I, what do I say? What do I do? What, 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 I don't know what to do in this time. And uh, uh, I think that's beautiful, just their vulnerability there. Um, in that moment, but I always tell them, uh, well, how are you having a hard time loving? I, what are the same sins you keep confessing that you can't get over? Um, what are the uh, the ways in which you're having a hard time being yourself around other people, around, around those who are genuinely loving you? Um, I think that's what we want to look at, because the things that are keeping us from living in love, things that are stealing our peace, stealing our joy... Um, that's really important because right. God came to give us life and life in abundance. Uh, and he, he, he said that we're going to bear great fruit 
with him in him. That was a scripture reference you, you referenced a minute ago, John fourteen twelve. The, the works you see me doing, you will do these works, and greater works than these you will do. Can you believe Jesus said that? Yeah, no. I, don't, I think we missed that. Right. Um, and so, and so, if, if we're not paying attention to the ways we're not joyful, peaceful, loving, uh, we're going to miss the ways in which God wants to heal us and enrich our lives and and really give us life and life abundance. Right. I, I mean, I, I want to just like really focus in on the two things you said. I think that we all should just, if you're just a listener here and you, you're trying to just be better formed in human formation, we want to do a couple of things here. We want to be that introspective part to say, um, how are we loving today? Um, but what steals your joy? What steals your peace um, I've kind of long maintained that's exactly the kind of where you start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the starting point. Yeah, what is it that you just can't break free from? Right, yeah. right. Now what Now what about, you know, I think I've asked you this before, but I'm still going to ask you again. I, I, every now and then, I'm still coming across folks like, I'm not wounded. Everything's good. I have a perfect life. I can see wounds in other people, but not me. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. How, how do you, how... Oh, I just keep praying for those folks. Yeah, it's it. I think I think is that we, possible? I think we can all get in that boat a lot of times, and I think when we get in that boat, uh, I know when I check that in my own life, I've become complacent. Um, I've become satisfied with the fruit that I'm bearing. I've become satisfied with the lack of suffering in my mm-hmm, life, mm-hmm. and I'm focused more on myself than on the people around me. Um, the Lord has a way of shaking things up when we get like that, because when we're being selfish and complacent. We're not really living under his blessing. We're living under our our own sort of like trying to bless ourselves, and we can't do that very well. And so things inevitably come unglued. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, hopefully sooner rather than later, because it's not good for us to stay in that complacent place where what we're basically saying is, Jesus, I don't need you anymore. Right, right. That's not a good place to be. No, that's not good. We all have so much need. We need We need to bring it to him. Absolutely. And, and as you're saying, you know, living in his blessing, um, I think that's like, you know, kind of coming in to receive it. Um, and from my my perspective, what we all need to do in some some form is is, is to focus on that purity of heart. Mm-hmm. And again, mm-hmm. that's kind of the same thing. I mean, I've read that analogy just recently. I think it was St. John of the Cross that said that we are like windows for Christ. And oftentimes our windows are are dirty and clouded with sin or you know, lack of introspection. Um, but the more that we work to become purer in mind, body, heart, that window becomes clearer so that Christ's love can shine through to others. And folks, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. the day of equipping and healing the whole person are two amazing tools to help you clean your window. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so you can shine Christ's love through. Now, why why do we want to shine Christ's love through? Not for our own good consolations that fall short, but because of the goodness that he is in Christ. Amen. The goodness that he was, that he gave us, that purity, that love. He is pure love. And these retreats really help get you one step closer. And we, we're always needing to. I've always, I always say, Christopher, that um, a spiritual life so much like I always go back to sports <laughs> sports analogies mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Love Sister Miriam, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I use them as well because you have to be constantly training in order to to go forward 
And if you're not uh, working on your prayer life, you're not working on purity of intention and purity of heart, that those things start to get clouded and fogged up again. And so I personally uh, always find the summers kind of a a uh, little bit of a desert, which are necessary to reveal more of the stuff that I need to work on. So I'm thankful the summer's over and I've got some tools to get back to work. So the day of equipping folks is going to be November 2nd and 3rd. Mm-hmm. You can go to the jp2healingwebsite.org um, to register for those events. Did you have something you want to say? I just had some breaking news that there is a registration for the day of equipping that has just happened as a result of your appearance on this program. Hey, hey. Oh, I, was just, I was just informed. I was yay. just informed. Let's get those numbers oh, good ticking. Job. Good job, Chris. Good job. Yeah. Oh, we really appreciate it. We hope that you will join us on this day. It will be one that you won't forget. I, I want to share with this last, just one more minute of uh, my personal experience again is, is it pretty much was like, say I had this, uh, again, a film or scales that were over my eyes being able to, well, I knew I was loved. The depth I still wasn't truly, truly aware of. And the way that Bart really approached it, and Dr. Bob, too, that the the words and the way they spoke, it's just like, man, you walk away and say, I believe. Yeah, yeah, amen. I think at the end of the day, you know, the heart is made for infinite love. And as good a job as our parents, our siblings, and anyone else can do, uh, it's infinite love we're looking for. And, and we need more than the limitations of the people around us. We need God. And, and the beautiful thing is, is the more we, we start receiving that infinite love, the more we can then offer infinite love. So that's ultimately true. what we're called exactly. to. And what the day of equipping is about is how do we offer love that's beyond ourselves? Right. Um, but that's what we're looking for. Right. Well, I'm looking forward to being there again this year and bringing some family members, I hope. Yeah. But not I'll the 15-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's been a real pleasure having you today. Uh, we'll be praying for your ministry here at St. Mary's. I Thank think you, Father Brian was just absolutely brilliant to bring you on to this. Again, we were made for these times, right? Amen. To be encouragers, to speak truth to people who they are in love. And the JP2 Healing Center is one of the conduits to help us get that much closer to Christ. So I pray that you will prayerfully consider going and joining either one of these retreats. Until then, thank you for joining us on Red Sea Radio. Until then, go and love your neighbor. And talking, I'm alive again. No more outside looking in since you woke.